We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 final round British Open preview. Some DraftKings picks and maybe a bet or two. Probably not because I don't want to waste any more money this week or any more of your money. Imagine betting Colin Morikawa every single week when he plays. But not betting him this week because you're an idiot. That's me, Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. Please smash the like button to the video. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network. And in the comment section, tell me who you think will fire the lowest score Sunday at Royal St. George's. Because when we talk about DraftKings, that's what we're talking about in terms of DraftKings Showdown. Yeah, having the winner get you bonus points and second place and everything like that. But that stuff is kind of fool's gold in a really weird way. Only because you want the guys with eagles and birdies that are going out there the most. So uh, I would still try to get the guys are going to try to fire minus five minus six or who will fire those we can find those diamonds in the rough that is your path to the top of the leaderboard we'll talk some weather as well if you do want to generate and an just 150 lineups to try to win the big money prizes on DraftKings. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo is going to get you 20% off. Use the lineup generator and make it super easy on yourself if you want to play a whole bunch of lineups. Obviously, there's no strokes gain data for the Open Championship because the app, a travesty, the coverage of the Open, very bad. Like, insanely i thought nbc would be good with this and it was awesome when they were showing it at two o'clock in the morning and i was up i was like all right here we go but the weekend coverage at least saturday's coverage was absolutely brutal what you need to be doing is going onto the open app and streaming the radio broadcast it's full of like brits and scots and irish guys it's it's fantastic there's a lady on there who is just not hiding whatsoever how much she loves uh, Marcel Seam and his man bun. It, it's just terrific stuff. And like people are catty with each other. It's going back and forth. It's a tremendous radio broadcast. So I found myself watching 
on TV, you know, so I can see what's going on. But listening to the audio version, you can just stream it right from the app. So I've really enjoyed that so far. Uh, tomorrow's show will be the 3M Research. I'll be back with Feinberg. New show launching on Mayo Media Network this week, too. Fantasy football picks and bets. I will be hosting the first show, but we're going to have a rotating cast of characters on that show. And I'm going to be doing a bunch of giveaways for that right now, I mean, you can get ahead of the game and just go subscribe to Fantasy Football Picks and Bets on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review, Twitter handle, and you'll be in the draw. So if I give away up to like $1,000, you're going to be in that cash giveaway. So please go do that right now. First show will drop Tuesday. Not sure who the guest is going to be, but I'll be on it. So you can go watch that. Plus, we'll have more golf and football, Olympics, I'm trying to get Morency on the show. If you know Morency, tweet at him and be like, hey, you should jump on with Mayo and Cuss to talk Olympics betting because that is just going to be fucking hilarious. All right? Took up too much of your time already. Let's jump into this and let's jump over to the leaderboard right away. There he is. Oh, poor Spieth. He had earned a photo at one point on this leaderboard, but you know that was the end of him. And then he, you know, makes a misses a one foot putt, plays seventeen like an absolute jabroni, and that's it's not the end of Spieth by any means. He's three shots back. Like this is not the. It'd be much better if he had just went par par and was one shot back obviously, but to all the people saying, like, this is going to be it for him, like, it's not. So, obviously, he's way back in the pack. If Mackenzie Hughes can win for me, that would be terrific at, like, 350 to 1, but just coming inside the top eight is what I need from him at the moment. Spieth is still a guy that I'm riding, uh, but when we take a look at the wind uh, right now for tomorrow, you can see Sunday, uh, this is the Sandwich the Sandwich Bay wind tower, there's basically nothing in the forecast for tomorrow. My guy on the scene said they say that the winds goes with the tide. So, you know, if you can figure out the tide height, maybe a bit early in the morning, I guess if it comes in, it's going to be a little bit windier, but that doesn't seem to correlate whatsoever. Now, I will say that the weather draw from earlier this week like when we went into Thursday, it said the AM was basically going to not necessarily get wiped out, but it was going to be super difficult. And the PM on Thursday was going to be much easier. And the inverse happened. And the AM was much easier, played two strokes easier than the PM. So that was like one hour before lock when that information came out. Uh, and it still didn't match up anyway. So maybe it's going to be super windy and stuff comes out of nowhere. But if we're going to play our DraftKings showdown lineups, this weather should tell us is that Morikawa is probably going to win by looking at this. And if we go over to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can see that he's 2-1 to one to win right now. Louis plus 150, Spieth 5, Rom 16, Scheffler 20. Listen, I don't think that Corey Connors is going to win, but 25-1 to one being one of the three players who's chasing within four strokes of the lead isn't the craziest thing in the world. Um, I don't know if I can get there on the 25-1, to one, but... At the same time, that, that just seems like a pretty elevated number for a guy who's playing really well. Now, we don't have a ton of stats from this, but Connor's the best in driving accuracy for the week at 93%, along with Blande. He's second in what they call approach play, which is just greens and regulation. He's hitting 90% of greens and regulation. If you can just get lucky for one day and he just starts making putts, all of a sudden it's game over and he's going to get himself back into this and just any sort of stumble. Like you need more Cowan to play Sunday like he did against Stuart Sink at the Heritage and just be god-awful. Louie just needs to pull a classic Louie and kind of bleed it back and speed. Well, he's been dominating the front so far this week. Obviously, the back nine has just been horrendous for him. So, that, I mean, that's why I still think that Spieth has a chance. Like, if he actually makes birdie on 
14 for once and doesn't gag strokes away coming in and actually makes birdie like everyone else does on some of these easier holes. He's birdieing the hard holes on the front, which no one else is. So if he can just do that tomorrow, like if he can get his three under through like eight holes tomorrow, he needs to pile up another three on the back. But then I think that he's very much in play to come back and win this. Everyone, not everyone, obviously, but a lot of the discourse following the round was just, oh, he made these two bogeys. That's so devastating. He'll never rebound from this. Like, fuck off. It's three strokes. And I mean, I say that as someone with money on Spieth to win this, but if you think that he has no chance, like, what are we even talking about here? It's kind of crazy that Aaron Rosner, Antoine Rosner, sorry, is a 90 per 89% uh, in terms of greens and regulation. That's something to look at uh, right now when we're kind of try to figure out what we want to do uh, going into the final round. Someone like Adam Scott is still way up there in terms of approach play. It's kind of crazy to see who is up there in terms of the greens of regulation rate because you would expect, you know, Louie, but Louie's been a scrambling man. You would think Morikawa, like, where's Morikawa at? He's not even up there. Marcel Seam, that actually makes a lot of sense. So I think what you want to do is kind of take a look at we'll take a look at fantasy national we'll go to the past 12 rounds and obviously we don't have the strokes gain data from the open championship they're not they don't have that so if we can just kind of see if we just go strokes gain total we got morikawa english louis rom scheffler speed hmm probably just should have played did this sorting before we went into anything that's the lineup i could have just played i don't know if everyone would have fit um going into the week but you know it's speed i guess if you had just even taken out rom that is fucking incredible. Why didn't I just sort by strokes gain total past 12 rounds and basically unlock the... Int- then there's, I, I don't even know what Xander did today. I didn't even hear his name once, but Casey, Brooks, Dustin, poor Neiman, Berger's now making a run. Uh, bad day for old Kevin Kisner. Probably not going to rebound from that. But in general, we just want our approach guys. Uh, so like Rosner is up there. So let's call Rosner a play. Uh, with the way that he is, he's $6,500 as well. So he can really unlock a lot of what's going on at the top. I would expect Berger to be very popular solely because of his price point and the surge that he made up the leaderboard this week. Again, fantasynational.com slash mayo if you want to go get this right now. I mean, if you're going to go from the top, I, I do think it's Morikawa. I think that Morikawa probably, at least in my mind, has the best chance of winning the Claret Jug. Maybe the nerves get to him in his first Open Championship. It didn't make a difference for him, as it, but he was a chaser at the same time. Now he's essentially a co-favorite to win this thing, so there might be a little bit uh, of pressure on him. But at the same time, man, that's really hard to say. Let's jump back over and check it out. I really hope this Aaron Ray, Aaron Rye thing continues to go. So I'm going to take what's called Rosner and Rye. And Morikawa, the three sort of like core plays going into this. And again, who is up here who's just not having a great week? Adam Scott just can't putt, but tomorrow shapes up to be really well, to be really good for someone like Casey. Uh, I know that the putting is always going to be an issue with Casey, but if the wind is going to be really died down and he can get those irons going, all of a sudden he's going to be looking really good. Webb had one bad day, but has had two really good rounds at the same time. Obviously, Streelman got himself back into it. Hughes and just hope to catch the magic putter. Uh, And then you might still get bonus points out of him as well, where he's starting the day tied for fifth or tied for six, tied for fifth, tied for six. 
Where's he at? He is tied for, yeah, because Sheffler made birdie on the last. Uh, so, yeah, Hughes and Fertelli and Rom are all in that spot. Rom's going to get all the love from here, rightfully so, being John Rom. But someone like Hughes, if he can get that putter going, like he's hitting a fair amount of greens in regulation, he's giving himself opportunities. I have no idea how close these are to the hole. But even if he's two putting, we know that, you know, if he has enough putts from 50 feet, eventually he's just going to start making every single one of them because that's what he does. So I don't know if Hughes is going to be very popular in final round showdown but that was sort of an angle that i would have that i would think about taking because what's the price point on him he's eight thousand dollars again i would think that burger is going to be more popular even for telly uh, in that range will probably end up being more popular so that's a nice spot you can go to with mac hughes so like rosner rye morikawa hughes and then you have two guys that you can really go with uh, that you want uh, whether it be great approach players like from the very back of the pack it's really difficult to say who can get it going. I'd probably want some combination of great approach play along with someone that in our minds that we think of as a really good putter. So like Webb would probably be one of those guys. Hughes would be one of those guys. I'll just sort by strokes game putting and see who's left around here. I don't know if I have the guts to go to Kisner in this spot, but like someone like Bezadenhout, who has just been treading water all week, that maybe he can finally get it going a little bit. Um, he's only $7,000 on DraftKings going into the day. And again, if you can take Rosner, Rye, Hughes, or I mean, I guess Hughes is a little bit more expensive, Bezadenhout, Rye or Rosner, two of those three, all of a sudden, I mean, Kokrak is probably going to be the nut chalk at $6,400, and you just kind of have to hope for a bad putting day from Kokrak. As you can see, he has the fewest putts in per green regulation of any player in the field. Ryan Fox is a really interesting one, actually. How much is Foxy? Because he really battled back nicely, $7,300. He's someone I like coming into the week. I have a top 20 on him, but I just think that he showed a lot battling back today. And obviously it wasn't the greatest round for him. He finished one over, but when you start bird or bogey double, like that's could be the end of your round. And then he made another double, but he's putting up birdies along the way. Like his distance almost ensures him as a lock for the birdies on the par fives. As long as he hits the fairway off the tee, he is a very good links player in general. And, you know, just give him another shot at this. The birdies have been coming in bunches for him. So he's another guy that you can throw onto the very bottom of that list. So I actually might, might like him more than Rye. Uh, I think he's just more likely to go out and shoot a 64, where Rye, like, you almost lock him in for, like, a 68, 69. But he's a very good price, and, you know, I'm rooting for him. So we'll cross off Rye. We'll go Rosner, Fox, and Hughes as sort of back-end plays. I'm going to take the fade on Chalky Co-Crack, a fade on a Chalky Burger, and play Morikawa from the top. Yeah, I'll probably end up getting sucked into Spieth, too, just because I'm rooting for him. Uh, but I would expect, with these conditions, that you would want the best ball striker and iron player in the world. That would be Colin Morikawa without any wind influence and just hope he can get it going. Now, for my outright bets, like I said... I don't want him to come out and strike the ball like he normally does. I would like to see him just have a terrible day for whatever reason. And Louie to play, like, I actually bet on him, which I didn't. But every time I bet on Louie, he's like eight over after five holes. Then he withdraws. But then he goes out and does this. So I need him to play one of those final rounds. And then Spieth can catch up or Hughes can catch up. And, you know, maybe even, like, if Rom can go post, like, a 63 and have the best round ever, maybe he can walk away with this too because every time he has just battled back, battled back, battled back, every time he's been kicked down he's just come back in but you know what actually it's $7,900 and I'm kind of thinking this through and talking out loud a little bit Bryson 
I, I don't know really where his game is at, but this will be the least windy of the days, which would really give him a perfect opportunity to go out and really ravage this course early on. I, it's doubtful that a lot of people are playing Bryce, and he was unpopular coming into the week anyway. So you could probably do that. $7,900. He's right around that Mac Hughes, Daniel Berger territory. Like I said, Berger and Kokrak from the bottom end for the cheap plays might be the move. So you can go like Morikawa, Bryson, Rosner, Fox, Hughes, and then have one more play left. I think that's the way that I'm going to construct my DraftKings lineups. Obviously, after listening to me this week, you have a couple sweats, but probably not too many. They might just want to fade what I'm up to this week. But I'm super excited to watch this final round. Uh, Go Spieth is all I can really say, although I'm not going to be disappointed if Morikawa wins. I love Morikawa. He's probably my favorite player. And not betting him, just I, I can't believe that I didn't do it. Hopefully, we get into a situation. I mean, not hopefully. Hopefully, Spieth just runs away with it. Or that I can get into a situation where Louis kind of fucks off, Spieth catches Morikawa, and then I can just hedge on to Morikawa, and I can just root for Morikawa. That would be fantastic news, right? All right, smash the like button to the video. Give me your low round of the day. I'll say Ryan Fox is going to be the low round of the day is my pick in the comment section for low round on Sunday. And I'm excited to see. I saw some people with some good millionaire maker sweats out there. So good luck to everyone who has something to play for tomorrow. I hope everything breaks your way because DraftKings wise, I'm not in contention for any sort of big money. So I really hope that it can funnel down to you. All right, I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow and I'll see you next time. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com